Hello, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. So, do you know what the Lord told me to tell you that we're going to study? We're going to be exploring the Psalms. Yep. Over the next 150 days, God willing, (laughs) we're going to look at each Psalm in the book of Psalms. This may seem like a Herculean task, because it does to me a little bit, but... As Philippians 4.13 tells us, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And after all, it was him, you know, the Lord who laid this on my heart. So this is what we will do. After all, this is his podcast anyway. (laughs) Today, what um, I'm going to do is lay the foundation for the book of Psalms. And I discovered some very interesting information that I will share with you. And then the next episode, we will embark on our deep dive into this wonderful book. First, the book of Psalms is the largest book in the Bible, consisting of 150 chapters. What I did not know is that it is divided into five books. But from what I researched, it's unknown why this particular division Um, exist. Some scholars have suggested that um, there are five books to equal that of the five books of the law or the Torah of, you know, Jewish culture. Those books being Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Other than that, they're really unsure as to why the division exists. The word Psalms comes from the Hebrew language meaning melody. Isn't that pretty? But when The Old Testament was translated, when the Bible, I guess you could say, or the Old Testament was translated from the Hebrew to Greek, the Greek word became what we know it as today, psalms, which means in the Greek, a plucking of string or a song of praise. And some of you may recall that the book of Psalms used to be referred to as the song of psalms. And now this explains why because I, I when I read that I was like oh yeah I remember that calling the song the song of psalms and I was like hmm so hence why it's called psalms for us today because it's Greek <laughs> there are five known authors of the psalms of course we know David right mighty king David but his son Solomon wrote some Asaph who was the first worship leader um, you can read that in in uh, in the book, and also when we get to certain um, psalms that Asaph composed, I will highlight it. But I remember reading that in another class that um, I was taking about the psalms, and I was like, he was the very first worship leader. And then there are some that are written by the sons of a guy named Korah. Something else that I found interesting is that the Psalms were written throughout Israel's history. Of course, in our Holy Bible, they are composed into one book, the largest book in the Bible, which we, you know, just learned. But these particular sonnets or poems were dispersed throughout Israel's history as we know it. And so going back to the five books as they were divided, we 
this division consists this way book one and that's all they're called are books book one are, consists of psalms one through 41 and it they were composed during either king david's reign or his son solomon's reign you see that time period there book two consists of psalms 42 through 72 and were composed under king hezekiah and king josiah's reign of israel to give you time frame book three consists of psalms 73 through 89 and they were also composed under either king um, hezekiah or josiah's reign book four consists of psalms 90 through 106 six and they were composed while Ezra and Nehemiah were the prophets during the exile of Israel. So you're beginning to see that history of Israel unfold, and then you have the Psalms that are being written throughout. The last book, Book 5, consists of the remaining Psalms, 107 through 150. They were still composed um, while um, Ezra and Nehemiah were the prophets during um, Israel's exile. Now, I have heard of a chronological Bible, and I think I am going to do some more looking into it. It incorporates the Psalms and both the major and minor prophets into the exact places where they were written in the other books in comparison to the other books of the Bible. And so I haven't seen this Bible. I actually heard about it last night, but I'm going to do some more investigating because I think it would probably um, be something worth having because then it places the Bible in chronological order. And here's another side note, like for instance, in the New Testament. So the book of Acts that we had, the Acts of the Apostles, while that, during that time period, the time period of Acts, the epistles were being written. They didn't come after the book of Acts. They were being written during the time frame of Acts. And so it's the same with the Old Testament. The, the, the Psalms were being written as Israel was going through Numbers and Deuteronomy and, and um, First and Second Chronicles and First and Second Kings. They were being composed. The major and minor prophets were writing during the exile during, you know, First and Second Chronicles, First and Second Kings and that kind of stuff. So it would be interesting to see how that Bible you know, puts it all into place. And if I find some more information on it, I'll pass it on to you. But I, I found that interesting. Anyway, <laughs> um, the last factoid that I'll give you about the Psalms are, okay, so we know that there are five books divided that way, but there are also five categories of Psalms. And some, depending on where you look, can say seven or nine. But for this, for our purposes, we're going to say five. And we're going to break them down into subcategories, but still five major categories. And the very first one should come to all of our minds, right, is a category of praise. Duh. <laughs> but under this category, we have the subcategory of hymns. And so we'll find some hymns where it says, sing unto the Lord a new song hymns the next one another no-brainer are the psalms of thanksgiving right but it also has a subcategory a subcategory of remembrance then there's wisdom 
And those psalms help us focus on eternity and our relationship with God. There are the songs, psalms of lament, which express our emotions of stress and anger and sadness, all of those things. It too has a subcategory, and it is a subcategory of imprecation. Imprecation, which is when we hear our, our dear David asking the Lord to strike down his enemies or curse them, which is what imprecation means, is to curse. And then the last category is royalty, which deals with the spiritual role the kings of Israel had in how they worshipped God. So moving forward in each episode, we will read a Psalms. And of course, we'll do application um, for that Psalms for our life. But in addition, we will identify what category that Psalm falls into and why. So for the next 150 (laughs) days, hello, I'll need you to put your spiritual thinking caps on and be ready to learn. Why is learning the Psalms relevant during this season of caregiving, you ask? I hear you. Think about it for a second, though. All of the emotions that you have had, all the emotions that you've had, all the emotions that you have, you know, or that you will experience are expressed in this book specifically. Granted, the one that's categorized categorized as the royalty, perhaps not. But all of the others, right, they speak directly to what you may be experiencing. And they validate what you are experiencing. And we will see how the writers, even though expressing what's going on with them in the um, area of lament specifically, how they always bring back to the center of the Psalms, they always bring us back to God, which is something that I think is worth learning for all of us. Well, dear hearts, that's it for now. We'll, I'll be here tomorrow, the first day of March, which is my birthday month, and we will dive into all of the juicy nuggets God has for us in his book of Psalms. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for being a God that continues to challenge us, that your word can never be exhausted. Thank you for giving us an appetite to love, to learn and explore your your word, to, to grow in you. And so we meet you with excitement as we are ready to embark upon the days to come in learning about the Psalms, as we learn how to give you praise and thanksgiving as we draw out the wisdom that you had in this particular book, as we learn how to give voice to our deep sorrows and sadness, and how we may learn as ourselves as your royal priesthood now the way we should worship you. We love you and we thank you for loving us. We thank you for covering us with your protection. We thank you for your provision, and we thank you for your care and your compassion and your mercies that are new every morning. We look forward to meeting you this time again tomorrow, Lord, as we await all that you will reveal to us about who you are in Psalms, the first book. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope you're ready, my podcast family. This is going to be fun.
Now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.